Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Father Tom Burke of the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh, and welcome to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. This show spotlights the important work of Catholic education in our Catholic schools and parish faith formation programs. Catholic Education Plus is brought to you by the generous supporters of Catholic Education, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh in southwestern Pennsylvania. This morning we are spotlighting Our Lady in the Most Blessed Sacrament School in Natrona Heights, just north of Pittsburgh, right off of Route 28. Founded in 1957 and initially run by the Sisters of St. Joseph in Baden, the school serves students in grades pre-K through 8. The school offers students opportunities for spiritual growth and faith building in the tradition of the Catholic Church while always being respectful of each child's own faithful experience. And there is a teacher who has been at Our Lady of Most Blessed Sacrament for more than three decades after graduating from there years earlier. Later in the program, we'll take you inside her first grade classroom and listen to the students. I'm really honored uh, this morning for my guest is Jane Timmons. She is the first grade teacher at Our Lady in the Most Blessed Sacrament School in Eternal Heights. Jane, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you for having me, Father. And Jane, we read a, a beautiful article that uh, that was uh, several months ago in the Valley News Dispatch. It describes how you love uh, to share the Catholic faith as you teach your students about the various subjects. Why is uh, the faith aspect so important in the classroom for you? I am so privileged to be able to teach the Catholic faith to my students in the classroom. It gives me the opportunity to instill in them the teachings of Jesus and to use those teachings in their everyday lives. Hmm. And you knew from an early age that you would be a teacher. Uh, Can you tell us uh, that story of why you wanted to become a teacher? I attended Our Lady of the Most Blessed Sacrament School, and at that time it was Most Blessed Sacrament School. And when I was in third grade, I had a wonderful teacher named Mrs. Hanley. And I actually used to occasionally walk her home from school. Hmm. I just remember how much I loved having her as a teacher, and I remember specifically sitting in the classroom and thinking, I want to be a teacher just like Mrs. Hanley. And I, at that point, I just knew that this was going to be my calling. And I really wanted to enforce and help children learn the concepts that I was learning in first grade or in third grade. So going to school there, walking the halls, being part of the parish and the school all your life, and then teaching there more than half your life, 31 years. That's incredible. You don't hear too many people that have that connection. Uh, And you say this is a dream job. Can you tell us about that? I just feel that as I was teaching later in life, I felt that I really was truly called by God Mm. to be a teacher. And I love doing what I do. 
And it is something that I really dreamed about doing for all of my life. And I am just so fortunate to have that opportunity to be able to go into a classroom every day for over 30 years and actually live my dream. And it's just a really wonderful, wonderful way for me to do what I love to do. And I hear, you know, my husband will say at times, people have a career, but not everybody loves what they do. And for me, I do. So every day when I go to teach, it's not like I'm going to work. I'm going to do what I love to do. It's not like a seven to three job where, okay, I punch the time clock, do my duty, and then punch the time clock out, and I'll see you tomorrow. This is this is your life. This is I mean, my this life. This is a different career. And yes, it is. Mm. And going to sleep at night, I'm always trying to think, oh, what can I do better? How can I work on this challenge that these children present to me? So, And then I'm at home, and I get home, and I, I do the schoolwork. And it's just constantly something always on my mind. Wow. I just really, truly love being a teacher. In the article in the Valley News Dispatch, it said that you're a hugger. And when we walked into the KDK studios this morning, you hugged me. And I, I'm a hugger, too. I mm-hmm. love that. That is an awesome um, showing the love and the support. And you give big hugs, especially uh, to the kids as they head home every day. That's a beautiful gift. How does, how does that hugging help the children that you're teaching every day? I feel it lets them know that I love them and I appreciate them. And I want to give them a sense of self-worth mm. and confidence And I want them to know that I'm happy to be their teacher. And just sort of like on the record, if I see any of my former first grade students, they know that they're in for a Mrs. Timmons hug. So you're you're world famous in the Allegheny Valley. I am very much so. Lots of hugs. Lots of hugs. I love that. That's great. (laughs) Now you're teaching the first graders uh, Christian values. It's an important part of the lesson plans every month. What are those values and how do you integrate them? Well, in your daily planning. Each month, I speci- specifically specify a certain value. Now, we came about with this program when we had a middle state some years ago. And eventually, once we reached our goals, I continued teaching a certain value each month. So in September, we have the value of respect. And I talk to the children about how important it is to respect God's word by living it, respecting their bodies because they're temples of God, respecting God's creation by taking care of it and respecting others by following the golden rule. And then each month there's a different value that we emphasize in the classroom. Mm. And say, for instance, in February, we have the value of friendship. So I'll talk to the students about how important it is to have good qualities to be a friend and then we write about our best friend and we also stress that to be a friend to to have a friend you have to be a good friend absolutely and we also um talk about in january being a peacemaker and we brainstorm ways to be peacemakers and we try to emphasize each one of those on a daily basis that's great now, back in March, you were honored with the Spirit of St. Joseph Award, uh, having graduated from St. Joseph High School on, on the campus of Blessed Sacrament. Um, the award mentions living the ordinary in extraordinary ways. I love that, living the ordinary mm-hmm. in extraordinary ways. How has being a teacher helped you to live that 
calling to be living in the ordinary by being extraordinary. Well, when I think about Jesus, he was a very ordinary, simple, gentle, kind man, but doing extraordinary and loving things for people. As I look at myself, I consider myself as being a very humble, gentle, ordinary woman, Mm -hmm. but I'm given the gift to work with these extraordinary children that God created, and I get to mix in love and discipline and confidence for these children with gratitude and love. Now, not only were you given the Spirit of St. Joseph Award, but you are also a two-time Golden Apple Awardee. I didn't even know that you could get the Golden Apple Award uh, in the diocese twice, back in uh, 1995 and then 2016. So you're kind of like a a double champion, Mm -hmm. so to speak, Mm kind of like the Steelers and the Mm -hmm. Penguins. that is a great achievement to be a two-time awardee for Golden Apple Award honors uh, extraordinary teachers in our diocese. Yeah, it, it was a real honor wow. to be honored. Congratulations twice. on Thank that. Thank you so much. And in the spirit of St. Joseph Award too. Uh, now you've been at Our Lady of the Most Blessed Sacrament so long uh, that you're teaching children of some of your your early students. What's that experience to work with parents who were sitting in those classrooms just a few years ago, and then now you're teaching their kids? That would that must be awesome. It, it's a really rewarding experience, and these parents are excited to have their children in my class, and I'm doubly mm. excited to have their children in my class where I am their teachers. And it's kind of, this is an interesting story, but I had a little girl this year in first grade, and she has two sisters, and I had their mother many years ago in first grade. Well, the three girls had never been baptized, and she came in one morning and asked if I would be willing to be their godmother as well as my husband to be the godfather. So it was a really wonderful, touching, honored, touching experience to be these three girls' godparents. Mm -hmm. And it just was so nice to know that this mother felt comfortable enough to come in and ask me to do that. So what an honor. So you're a godparent for three, three siblings. Of the siblings that you've taught. Uh, the one I'm teaching parents. this year, I taught this year, and then I'm going to have the second one next year, and the other one's just a newborn baby. Wow. So, so you're not it was just a their really, teacher, you're their godmother. I'm now their godmother. Because you have that connection with their parents. Sure. Yeah. For sure. And I've been ordained a priest 18 years and doing a lot of baptisms and weddings. Uh, now that I see uh, the, some of the young adults uh, preparing for the sacrament of marriage, I taught them in CCD or uh, a lot of the kids that are now in several elementary schools, uh, I did their parents' weddings. And I think it's just such a neat honor to have that family connection that you see the parents growing up and then now they're having uh, children. It's like you've played a part in their life Mm -hmm. and you're continuing to play a part in their life by working with their children. Yeah, it's like you, you plant the seeds of the faith many years ago and then now you see that the seed plant into bigger fruit. And now those families are, are now having children and planting the seeds that you taught. Mm-hmm. That, must be a, that must be a really neat mm-hmm. feeling and a neat connection. Yes, it really yeah. is. 
and uh, many more years to come to do that too. So uh, I hope so. I mean, I have my own family with my daughter, and she has four children and my son, and they've been waiting for me to retire for many years, especially my daughter with the four <laughs> children, and I'm just not ready yet to not do that. Still- I just love what I do, and I feel I have so much more that I can give. I think that, as you said earlier, uh, it's not just a job or a career. This is your life. And to have that love and that passion to say, hey, every time I wake up every day and go to work, um, making a difference. And to give a kid a hug at the end of the day is awesome. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, the administrator of the Catholic Community of the East End of Pittsburgh, which is the parishes of St. Bede and Point Breeze, St. Charles Luanga in the East End, and St. James in Wilkinsburg. And this morning we are featuring Our Lady of the Most Blessed Sacrament School, located in Natrona Heights. And with me is Jane Timmons. Jane is the first grade teacher at Our Lady of the Most Blessed Sacrament and teaching uh, 31 years there. And Jane, growing up in Natrona Heights uh, with your parents and your four sisters, uh, the Catholic faith was a big part of your lives. Can you tell our listeners in what way? Uh, My father, now deceased, really instilled in my four sisters and myself, the importance of the Catholic faith. He was a proponent of Catholic education. All of my sisters graduated from Most Blessed Sacrament School, and three of us graduated from St. Joseph High School. He instilled in us the importance of going to Mass on Sundays. He made sure we got to Mass on Sundays. He also helped us to learn the importance of saying the rosary Mm. at a May altar that my mother created and we had to kneel no slouching was allowed we had to specifically kneel while we prayed the rosary and we prayed the rosary on road trips as well he also made sure we got to Lenten services during Holy Week and also during Holy Week TV was prohibited now I remember one time I ate something before the Good Friday service, and I wasn't able to go to communion. And I remember my dad afterwards driving me from different to different churches to see if I was able to somehow receive communion. I don't think it ever worked out, but I remember him doing that for me. And my mother, God bless her, she's 96 years old, Aww. and she actually was someone who very quietly and unassuming helped us to make good choices, and to live our faith. And as I think about it, I'm really proud of all of my sisters because I can say they've, we've all lived good lives and we're all still very committed to the Catholic faith. And growing up in Eternal Heights, uh, that's such a nice, neat, tight-knit community uh, for you. You've probably seen that area change over the years. And I remember when I was um, in college going to Clarion University, I would travel Route 28 corridor constantly going up uh, to Clarion, and I would see the sign off of 28 in the Mm -hmm. Heights exit. And then my classmate, uh, Father Doug Darola, used to be in Catanning. And I, when I would go visit Father Doug Darola there, I, I could see Natrona Heights. It seems like the Allegheny Valley is such a tight-knit neighborhood community, um, great great people, hard workers. Uh, so that must have been a, a neat area to grow up in, part of the city of Pittsburgh. Yes, I enjoyed growing up mm-hmm. in Natrona Heights. We were very close to the church mm-hmm. and to the school, of course, and to other areas in Natrona Heights where 
where we could go swimming or go to the library. So those were all very important aspects of my growing up. Just a fun up. place to grow up. Sure, and we had neighbors and mm-hmm. friends and things like that. So it was just a very quiet type community. And you credit your mom and your dad to teach you the prayers and the morals and the values for you and your sisters. Right. And that had an impact on yes, you. Yes. And I remember with uh, my nightly prayers and grace before and after meals, mm-hmm. that was a must. And uh, both of my parents supported us and, and try to instill in us the importance mm-hmm. of Catholic faith. Now, we were talking during the break. Uh, I've been ordained 18 years as a priest, and I've seen a lot of changes in my ministry. It's not what I learned in the seminary 18 years ago. And I'm sure being a teacher for 31 years, you've seen a lot of changes. And can you tell our listeners, what are some of those changes that you've seen in teaching in in your students and how have you adapted to the change? Well, of course, as a teacher and being in education, methods have changed. Mm. And so we have to learn different things, different ways to teach the children and so forth. But for children, I really still feel there is that eagerness to learn. However, I do notice that Sometimes with children, they are very interested in now in technology, mm-hmm. and that plays a big part in their life. And sometimes it makes me feel a little worried that that is so prominent in their lives and that it can affect sometimes their learning situations. However, you as a teacher have to learn to adapt and be flexible and you have to do many different things to make sure the children are learning. So the students have changed, but you have also changed for the better too because you have to adapt to that change and we don't we don't stay the same in that reason. No, that's mm-hmm. why as I said before it's a challenge every mm-hmm. day, you know, to get up and and decide exactly what you want to do for the children that you have in your class. And you want to really look at their strengths and look at their weaknesses, and you do what it is that you can do to help the children in the classroom, and that's what I try to do. I will try and do anything I can to help the children. I also do tutoring after school and sometimes even in the morning to help children along. And you try to also work with those children who are also need enrichment and help them along too. And there are all different abilities and they're all different challenges, but it's all worth it. That is great. And you're still going to keep going, right? I'm still going to keep going. the Energizer Bunny, keep going and going. I I will do that. And I even say to my students, even though I'm 66, you're not um, done yet. Still, right. And I have more energy than they do, so they have to make sure they're <laughs> being aware of that. Jane Timmons, first grade teacher, Our Lady of the Most Blessed Sacrament, thank you for being with us uh, this morning. It was my pleasure to be here. Thank and you so much. At the beginning of the program, we mentioned uh, that your first graders say prayers throughout the day. And last month, we visited your classroom and met them. What a one, but beautiful bunch of little uh, youngsters. Mm-hmm. And we're going to change some things up a little bit this morning. I'd like to close the show today by listening to you uh, lead your students in prayer. And when we visited your classroom, it was a great treat. So I want to share uh, with our listeners Uh, your students. This is the first grade at Our Lady Most Blessed Sacrament in Eterna Heights. Enjoy the prayer.
that was beautiful. First grade students at Our Lady Most Blessed Sacrament in Etrona Heights. Uh, what a wonderful, wonderful segment today to listen to our youngsters. And to Jane Timmons, thank you for being with us. We'll be back in a moment on KDK Radio. This week in our Plus segment, we're featuring the Catholic Youth Ministry Sports Summer of Softball. Now that we're right in the middle of the summer season, towards the end of July, there's a lot of tournaments and practices and games going on uh, for the softball season. So for boys and girls in grades 8 through 12th, this is a great way to get involved. Softball activities are taking place throughout our diocese, St. Ferdinand, uh, St. Mary, St. Sebastian's, and St. Sylvester Parishes all are participating. So if you want to look at the full schedule of the summer softball activities and get involved, you can visit the website www.diopit.org slash softball. That's www.diopit.org slash softball. Grades 8 through 12, boys and girls, plenty of tournaments, practices, games. Get ready uh, to really collaborate, uh, enjoying the faith, but also uh, the softball season. So summer of softball season, grades 8 through 12 for boys and girls. Check it out. Full schedule of the activities, diopit.org slash softball. Get involved. We'll see you on the field. Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus, and thanks again to our supporters, including Sam and Judy Spanos and the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh. I'm Father Tom Burke. Join us again in two weeks at 6.30, right here on KDK Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.